I'm Jason Barnwell. At this year's Clock Institute, I'm going to be demonstrating something in uh, a session to show something we're working on. And I thought it might be helpful to create a recording uh, so that folks who cannot attend the Institute uh, can see what we're talking about. Working on a project called Tagulus, and it addresses what I think is a common problem. So more of our organizations want to be data driven, but in many instances, we don't have the data we need because our business processes are running through communication systems that we can't really see and we can't really reason over. And that's because it's encoded in the natural language of humans. And what I'm, what I'm talking about specifically for, for the most part is email. And so we need to figure out a way to start getting more information from these primary modes of communication like email so that we can make our work more efficient, so that we can make our work more effective, but we can also start measuring things so that we can work a little bit smarter. And so when I think at a high level, what we're trying to do with this project is really is trying to make email a little bit smarter. And so I'm gonna walk through uh, a very brief demo to show how this works. So let's start off with an email. This is a standard email. There's not much that's special about it. You can see that it is me interacting with uh, a fake version of myself uh, that uses a different email account. And I'm gonna show a different email that's similar, but it's got some changes. So the email on the right has a couple of features that I wanna highlight. So one, it's got this other email address that's been added to the CC line. And it says km-demo at microsoft.com. And so now this, it, this is a, a system account and it will receive uh, the, the emails uh, that come through and do some things that we'll talk about later. And the other thing that I've done is I've added some tags and these are just hashtags. There's nothing terribly special here. Um, I've highlighted them so you can see. So this is an example where we've just got some tags that give us topics. Um, this is uh, a tag that seems to have a verb attached. Uh, this is a tag that seems to have a, a pair of tags. And then if we scroll down, we'll see some other tags dotted through, but we also see way down at the bottom, uh, there's this tag here, which uh, seems to have some kind of weird uh, encoding. And so now we are going to send this email, but first we're going to add an attachment to it. So I'm going to, let's go to uh, website like CNN. All right, screen capture of that and we will drop it PowerPoint, we'll save it. I'm going to get rid of CNN. Okay, so we now have a document, this PowerPoint document, and I am going to attach it. There we go. Attach it as a copy. And I'm going to also overcome my send delay. And I'm going to 
I don't know, make sure I have everything that I'm expecting here. Uh, I think I think we're good. All right. Yep. All right. So that should be going off into the internet. And uh, hopefully we'll we'll see some things that are relevant for that. I'm gonna close out of this. And so in the in the back end, what we have done is we have attached an effectively an Azure service to that email address using a, a service called Microsoft Flow. And what that service does is it parses the contents of that email and it looks for those tags. And then you may be wondering, what can we do uh, if, we, if we count up the tags? Well, one thing we can do is we can start developing reporting. So here we have a Power BI report that shows work that's been going on. And I've filtered this so that it's only my, my stuff uh, because I don't wanna show uh, other people's stuff. Uh, but we can see some of the things that uh, I've been working on and we can filter it. So if we narrow it down like this, we can show what's what's been trending within a certain period of time. So I've masked the uh, specific email addresses uh, for senders and recipients and CC recipients because I didn't really wanna show that uh, in, a, in a demonstration that goes out wide, that doesn't seem fair. But you can imagine that we can start getting insights about who receives uh, certain content, right? So if we pick one of these and we uh, say, so let's choose clock, um, we could imagine that we might see some content. I'm gonna expand that a little bit so we can see a little bit more. And we could imagine that we, we would see like who the most common senders are and we could see who the most common uh, copied recipients and the like. Um, and that could give us insights that would be helpful. And here we have that same view um, really just expanded. So it gives us a little bit more granularity. But one view that might be a little bit more helpful is to look at something like this. This are the specific trends over time for specific tags. And I have it filtered. Uh, and so this is a, a test data set. And so it doesn't have very much. So it doesn't give us much signal. But if we take a look at an actual data set, this starts to look a little bit more interesting. And it gives us some insights. And we see that there are projects that are clearly spiking. So we see that our, uh, our, our departmental summit, which is this green line ramped up because it started, it happened right here and there was this big run up. Similarly, uh, we see that uh, clock has been uh, spiking recently because we're getting ready for the Institute. And so you can imagine that you can instrument all kinds of things to understand what is happening in the work. Now, I suspect that some of you are saying, well, okay, this, this is nice, but like these tags, honestly, like I can't get people to, uh, you know, to, to add the tags or, oh, you know, I, I don't want tags coming in from all over the place. Well, there's some things we can do to make that a little bit better. Is we can imagine adding an add-in that helps us manage the tags. So this starts to give us a way to prescribe the tags that we want to use. You could imagine uh, running information governance. You could imagine having uh, tags that are specific for matters. 
You could also imagine doing something like this that gives your tag structure, right? So you can imagine that this starts giving your people uh, hints on what they should be doing. And this starts giving you a way to start conforming the engagement with this approach to give you the data that you want. The one thing, another thing I will note is the tags also make search work really well. So if your people start tagging their emails, the, the, the search in whatever system you're using tends to work really, really well because now there are these strong kind of anchors that make the, the, the search results much more powerful. And so if you have people who are spending a lot of time filing things, this ends up being an alternative to spending time filing because again, the search gets much more robust. But we can also do some things that go a step further and can be really helpful. So here we have a Teams experience. And so under the hood, what I've done with that flow that I talked about is I set up uh, a service that looks for emails that have a certain type of tag attached, a matter ID. And what it does is it will take the attachments that are included on those emails and it will bring them in to a folder. So here we see that the PowerPoint presentation that I attached was automatically added to the SharePoint folder for me by the Microsoft Legal KM demo uh, user. And so this allows you to start creating a funnel that brings your knowledge assets uh, to a common place. And because this is just operating within the Office 365 system, it respects the information governance that you would expect to apply, but also things like search will just work. I'm gonna do something risky and open this up and just to demonstrate that it should be the, the thing. Yep, so that, that is what we would expect to see. The other thing that we've done here is we've added this uh, timestamp so that the, uh, the files do not clobber each other. But we can go a step further. We can start doing some things with the data that we've collected using a technology uh, that's called a graph database. And I'm, I'll probably go into deeper depth on uh, how we use the graph database at another time. But we can show how we can combine natural language with that graph database to do some interesting things. So I have created a uh, bot using the Azure bot uh, framework. And we'll show what we can do with that. And this is all very primitive right now, but we can do some interesting things. Uh, so I'm going to ask this bot to... Uh, Please get me documents related to clock. Let's see what happens. Sometimes it takes a while for the bot to wake up, so be patient. Usually it comes back to us. There we go. All right, you seem to be looking for documents associated with clock. Let me see what I can find. And so now we see that there's this uh, document that shows up here, and I'm going to click on that. See what we get. Well, that looks familiar. So it found the document that we were expecting. But we can also do some other things with this graph representation that can be really helpful. 
All right. Who can help me with cloth? Here we get. All right, you seem to be looking for someone who can help you with clock. Let me see who I can find. And so what it's done is it's gone into that not that that communication graph, and it's plucked out the people who are emailing the most about this topic. And so this can be really helpful in figuring out who your experts are on a given topic. And you can imagine doing all kinds of other useful things with this kind of information. We can also do other things that can be surprisingly helpful with these techniques. Uh, we can drive automations. And so, one of them, which I use a lot, So here we see that a task has shown up. And this task was created for me automatically. So the email that I sent had that tag in it that we saw. I'll go back and show it again. So we saw this task me show the clock data-driven demo artifact. And what this did was it triggered a special flow that automatically created a task for me? And so we can see that this has all of the email context uh, from the email I sent. So it, this, was, this was created for me without having to do anything extra. And this is really convenient because I can fire off one of these emails at any time from my mobile device, from Outlook or the like. And now all of a sudden, my behaviors from those from that experience are the same. So it doesn't really matter whether I'm sending it from Outlook proper, whether I'm sending it from my mobile device or Outlook Web Access or what have you. And you can imagine setting up all kinds of automations uh, that are triggered by your emails now so that when you th are thinking about the thing you have to do, you can actually trigger the, the action that has to be taken. And so this ends up being really helpful, but it also has the benefit of starting to give you measurable elements from your emails to figure out what is actually happening in the work. And this is just a small example of what you could do uh, with these kind of automations. So I hope this has been helpful. Um, I would say that uh, this is something that uh, people can, can go play with. And so I wonder, you know what? So let's go back. Let's see if we can get figure out where we can go find out more about this. Let's ask the bot. All right. So it found some, some documents related to source code. Let's pick up the most recent one. All right, here we go. So if you go to aka.mstagulus, you'll see uh, an example of a growth hacking site that we set up uh, after the hackathon that created this. We've started, uh, we've put the source code for both the service, so that's uh, the Azure uh, uh, tier and the other elements that operate on the back end, and the prototype uh, Outlook add-in. Uh, at tagulus-service and tagulus-client. 
and we'll make this video available at uh, tagulus-video. Of course, a couple caveats. Um, this is all prototype, uh, so it's not even half-baked. Um, I wrote most of it, and I'm a lawyer, not an engineer, so the quality is quite dubious. Uh, and so with that, uh, we certainly offer it with no warranty or support, so best of luck. But it might give you a place to start if you wanted to create solutions and experiences that build on this. So I hope this has been helpful, and uh, I look forward to seeing folks at Clock.